What's up, everybody? Hello, my name is Aaron Wexler, and welcome to another episode of Within the Game. Within the Game is all about how to treat your craft and your life like a game so you can have more fun, be the best version of yourself, and stay inspired both in and out of your game. We talk about personal growth, mindset expansion, and how to use the law of attraction to be the best version of yourself. Today's guest is the one and only Michael Sandler. Michael, I'm a huge fan, and I'm ex- and I'm so excited to have you on the podcast. Michael, woohoo! Thank you so much for being here, bro. You got that better than me, Aaron. Woohoo! <laughs> you can axed it. Man, Michael is the host of Inspire Nation, an an inspirational podcast which explores spirituality and motivational advice from top authors, experts, heroes, and spiritual masters, all looking to help you create more positive energy and radiate more light. He's the host of his awesome YouTube channel where you can find him almost every day giving out beautiful life lessons and authentic shares, guided meditations, and amazing answers to amazing questions. He's also an avid cyclist who just qualified for the world championships in Spain and author of the automatic writing experience, how to turn your journaling into channeling to get unstuck, find direction and live your greatest life. His website is the uh, uh, www.inspirationshow.com and an amazing YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at Inspire Nation. Michael, are you ready to shine, brother? I am Aaron. Woo-hoo. And and we now actually, if you go to dailywoohoo.com, I don't even know if you know about this yet. We've been sending out daily vibrational newsletters to raise shift people's energy because that's what you're doing. That's what I'm doing. That's what we need most at this time. Michael, I'm such a fan, man. You know, before we started this, I just I told you that that you've actually helped change my life. And uh, I'm just so grateful and excited to have you on the show today. Let's just start with the the question I always start with everybody. What does inspired living mean to you? (laughs) That laughter means I'm always plugged in and I heard no bullshit living. (laughs) It means living you. Aaron lives the best Aaron. Michael lives the best Michael. Next to me, curled up in a, in a, not a ball, but a feathery thing is Rue Rue the rooster living the best Rue. Be you, everybody else is taken. And really, you know, I've got a beautiful brand new RV outside. And just like with that RV, drive it till you burn the tires off or the wheels come off the ride. Let's go, man. Let's go, (laughs) Michael. Man, I just, you know, everything that you're about and everything that you've been through, which I want to get into, you to me are living your version of an inspired life and you're helping share that inspiration with people like me, man, I'm like I told you, I'm a fan. I became a fan of all your your content, but it's really how you deliver your message and your energy, and uh, it's just it's so cool. I want to talk about your journey as an inspired athlete, right? Because that's kind of the um, that's how I resonate with you. You know, like you, you you've been through this journey of of um, being an athlete. Just talk to me about that. What when I say inspired athlete, what does that mean to you? Well, it means something probably different now than it did a long time ago. So okay. I was a professional cyclist. I trained at the Olympic Training Center, uh, along with Lance. I went to Europe before he did. I trained as a speed skater as well um, and uh, got injured, actually. Had a car hit me while racing, training, or not training, 
but racing, trying to make it to the Tour de France, um, took me out of the sport for a while, got back into the sport, did Ironman, then did a street sprint competition and beat all the pro cyclists across the country, um, and then ended up back on the track and then got off of it. And there's been this dance, um, a head versus heart-based dance of what feels good, what doesn't, what do I want to do, where do I put the brakes on, that has always been slightly, between you and me, slightly out of alignment. Mm. Until I got out of competitive sports, I think about a decade or so ago, I was talked into a little racing when I was in Aspen, but my heart wasn't there. I was retired. Mm. Once I understood, because what I teach now is plugging into spirit. Once I understood who and what I was at a deeper soul level and what game I wanted to play, now my fitness started coming back. Now that light started going on, but doing things a different way. I always wanted to go to a world championships. I trained at the Olympic training center. I, I went to the national championships repeatedly. I was a good athlete, but now it's, believe it or not, 52. I've qualified for a world championships Let's and combined go. swimming and cycling. Yeah. Let's go. And like I was training earlier today um, and there's more of a flow to it, more of a fluidity, more of a, you know, when the going gets tough, Aaron, I can grrr, like the best of them. Yeah. But grrr is not what this is about. This is about like a skier taking the fall line. This is about an athlete taking the flow line. The flow line is the inspired path. That is the highest vibration path. Not let me be Sisyphus and drool this giant stone uphill. That shows your macho-ness, but that stone is going to come back down and crush you. But what can I do to get aligned with spirit at the highest level? I had no business going to the national championships for this sport this year. I had no business. At that point, I had, I think, a three or four month old. Um, I had had <laughs> in the middle of the, well, I got hit by a car last year, an SUV. That's a whole long story. That I think did the initial tear that created a hernia. Then I had food poisoning over the summer. And when you throw up with a hernia, what do you do? You rip yourself apart, which required surgery. But I had to get through national championships before surgery. <laughs> And I had to qualify for the world championships. What do you do? Step number one, get yourself to the start line. <laughs> can, can you do that? Step number two, what can you do to breathe and relax into it? You have no business being here, but you do. You've done all the training. You've done the hard work. You're overtired, exhausted. You've got baby brain. <laughs> and, and you're still working at healing through all these different things. What you do is you show up, you look for the path of resistance, and you get into the best, think of the greatest song that you've ever grooved to. That's the flow state. Get yourself into whatever flow state you can, and then let whatever be will be. It was enough. And, and so now I'm training very hard, but I'm not training hard. I'm training, getting into that flow state. And I take it from a very, very spiritual perspective. You know, I've got that book, Automatic Writing, behind me. It's my coach. I'll go in and talk with spirit and say, how am I doing? What do I do? Well, Michael, maybe what I get. And it's my daughter who's transitioned. We may or may not get that miracle who typically comes through. It means miracle. And, and Jessica calls her miracle. So miracle will say, well, Today, I want you, and this week, I need you to take it easy. I need you to save your resources. Don't go that hard. 
This episode is brought to you by new sponsor of the show, Ready Fit Go. Ready Fit Go is a new meal prep company based out of Hermosa Beach, California, and they offer delicious and nutritious pre-made meals that cater to everyday people, athletes, and entrepreneurs. If you're like me, taking time to go to the grocery store to cook and do meal prep in a healthy way can be a challenge. Ready Fit Go provides a great solution to this challenge as they offer over 70 options from hot meals to salads to desserts to snacks, and they offer a wide range of choices for all types of diet needs. Ready Fit Go is offering within the game listeners 30% off their entire menu. Go to rfghealthyfoods.com and use code GAME30. That's capital G, lowercase a-m-e, the number 30 for the discount. Also, if you are near Hermosa Beach, you can check out their store in person to see all their options. They are located at 1025 Pacific Coast Highway in Hermosa Beach, California. Thank you, Ready Fit Go, for sponsoring the episode. Let's go. Or she might come to me and say, leash is off. Let's go. Let's play. Let's have fun. Let's see what you can do. So I'm communicating. I, I've got a, 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 a Olympic level coach. He was the uh, Olympic, uh, the coach for the Canadian Olympic team. And he's working with me now to help me have a very successful world championship. I have him on the physical side of things. But what am I doing supra? physical right. above right. the physical i'm an energetic being so are you having an energetic experience in human form an inspired athlete realizes they are not just this pulse this meat suit they are something more and they play right. with the energy at that level that's how i qualified for worlds let's go man let's go see this is why when i think of the word inspired athlete man you're one of the first people that comes to mind because you what you do michael is you to me you embody this this idea of alignment, right? And this is something that I've I've just started to, well, it's been a couple of years now, but like recently, I've just really started yeah. to feel it, right? It's more of a feeling, you know? And it's like, when you're aligned, you know, with your true self, with your true yeah. self, that to me is when you start to find that flow state that you talk about so often, you know? And, and I was hoping we could kind of jump into your your NDEs because you, you've been talking about that, um, and it's really been powerful for me, as you know, as a listener, as a fan, as a member of your community. Um, could you could you share some of that with my audience, um, a near death experience? And I think you've had a few, right? <laughs> I've had what I call the trifecta, two near death experiences and one, you know, just major accident to kind of finish things off and balance things out. Um, thankfully, well, it was 10 years between that and the SUV this year, but uh, what can you do? Um, the first one, I was training for a world record uh, skate across the country, 4,000 mile, 40 day solo skate across the country. Year before I'd done a five, or yeah, 2004, I'd done a 5,000 mile, 40, 40 day unsupported solo bike ride across the country, inspired to help students and adults with learning disabilities and attention deficit disorder. 2006, Beautiful. I'm sponsored by Rollerblade to do a skate. And it was a training accident where a father teaching his boy how to walk stepped out in front of me on a bike path. And I was going slow. I was coming back from a skate. I'd just been meditating and praying for safety and guidance. They stepped out in front of me. And I like to joke and say, I had a choice, hit the baby and hit the deck. But it's no joke. Nobody hits a baby. You, you do whatever you can. And I found myself jumping up and backwards. I guess you could say, first time I'll say it, into the new me. Because when I hit the deck, old me was gone. And when I came to kind of blink, blink, 
knew me was there. I didn't get wow. the pyrotechnics. I didn't get the tunnel. I didn't get any of that. What I got is exploding bones all inside of me and an ear to ear grin. The biggest smile you've ever seen. When the EMTs got there, fire department got there, they all had one question. Did you hit your head? <laughs> I'm like, like, no, I didn't hit my head, but I'm like, oh. I died. Knew me. Not, not like there's this, you know, spiritual thing about like, a, what do they call it? A stand-in. It's not like I had a different soul that suddenly came in. I suddenly had the Japanese term is satori. Uh, uh, a moment of awakening. I won't call it enlightenment. Uh, Jessica would come downstairs and pound the heck out of me if I was to say I'm enlightened. And mm -hmm. she'd be right. <laughs> I am not. But I did wake up. Yeah. And I understood that you and I, like I said, when the call started, hi, my brother, you and I are one. You and everybody listening is one. This yeah. is not what it appears to be. This is not everything. It is something. It hurts like heck when you hit the deck. It's real in that sense, but it ain't real. And I got the big picture. Mm. I had to coach the doctor who thought I was going to lose my leg or lose my life. I had to coach him that my leg's going to go back to better, get back together better than he ever expected it would, which it did. And, and it was this whole journey from there. Might not go there. I had to go barefoot, then uh, learn how to walk barefoot, run barefoot, rode barefoot running, bestseller, on and on as I'm going through my healing path and then had a hiking accident uh, years later with Jessica by my side, I told her when I have kids, I'd just been swimming in this uh, kind of crystal blue uh, water snowmelt, uh, Lake Tahoe, snow melts off of a cornice, comes down, carves a, a hole into the rock. And of course I'm gonna swim in 32 degree water because <laughs> why not? <laughs> I turn blue. She goes, why don't you put your moccasins on for the way home? You look uh, like an icicle. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> you're a bicycle, bicycle. Um, <laughs> we get to a little creek crossing. We had hugs, want to have kids. She crosses the creek first. I mean, it's like a couple steps. I go to cross the creek. My feet with the wet moccasins slide out from underneath me. I go flying through the air. I land, kaboom. I yell, oh no, not again. Here comes not the tunnel of light, but the tunnel of darkness coming in as in, you know, Looney Tunes, close, you know, game over, man. And it starts closing in. And I get this sense that I have a decision to make. Do I want to slip away into this state of total bliss, Aaron? Just be, ah. Or, and I was actually given like numbers. This is going to hurt more than anything has ever hurt in your life. It's going to take a half an hour for help to get there. It's going to be an hour before you're going to be airlifted out of there. It's going to take a year of total pain of your life. Are you willing to go through that to come back? And you don't tell your wife you're ready to have kids <laughs> and go check out on her. Right. So fought like hell, uh, came back, had to force myself to breathe, found a magical way of I'm guessing it was just this amazing, brilliant Lake Tahoe sun, but I was breathing in light, sending out love, breathing in light, sending out love, got into such a la-la state as I'm, my body is spasming in pain, half stuck in this creek uh, with uh, bones sticking into the skin, not through the skin, but into the femoral artery and I'm bleeding out internally. There was no blood pressure when the EMTs got there. Uh, and yet I was fine. I was better than fine. I was awesome. I was great. 
<laughs> so much pain, but I was awesome. Let's fast forward. A couple helicopters, emergency surgery, all that good stuff. Next day I come to and uh, assistant, the PA, uh, a physician's assistant who had assisted in the surgery comes in and said, I don't, I don't get it, Michael. I had just woken up. I'm like, well, what do you, huh? where am I? I? What don't you get? And he goes, well, how did you get up the x-ray so fast on your website? Hmm. Well, I've been here unconscious. I'm not sure what you mean, doc. And he goes, well, here, take a look. I'm like, oh no, doc, that's, that's the last operation. What faked out the doc was that April 2nd, 2006, I ended up with a titanium femur, a titanium hip, inch leg length discrepancy, and all these wires holding everything together. Fast forward seven years, one month, 17 days later, matching, identical, faked out the dock, titanium femur in the other leg, titanium hip, identical matching wire hardware, and get this, no more leg length discrepancy. <laughs> Ooga booga, no odds, he wow. said. There's absolutely no odds of that having taken place. And um, that was to me, um, now clearly I've thought about, am I a dowsing rod? I guess I am. Am I a tuning fork? Certainly, but we all are. Um, right, but there right. was no clearer indication that all I have to do is go like this and remember, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, life isn't what we think it is. Uh, this is a spirit-driven life. There's something more than going on than meets the eye. Uh, there are no odds for this taking place. Yeah, about a year later, because ego, so you have an NDE. And first off, for anybody going, oh, that's cool. No, it ain't. Right, right. <laughs> Near death means this hurts like hell. You right. don't need one. You can get just as much information. Listen to Aaron. Just listen to me. Just do the work. <laughs> get the book. It's much easier. Um, you got to do the work, but it's much easier. Um, but you get all this great information or downloads or things mm. that you will take you years, if not a lifetime or lifetimes to unpack. But with that said, at least for most people I've met, um, I've had a lot of people with NDEs on our show. Um, your wiring is still your wiring. You know, if, if you were missing a leg and you had an NDE, suddenly you don't grow another leg like a chameleon. If you had wiring inside of you that's uh, afraid of X, Y, or Z, um, then you might understand the big picture when you come to, but you still may be afraid of X, Y, Z. If you have an ego that says, I must slay the dragons, I must sacrifice my life, I must do everything I can for everyone else, then when you come to, even though you get the picture, the big picture, you have this myelinated superhighway of neurons in your brain that says, I must slay the dragons. Mm. I must sacrifice myself. A year later, that's just what I'm doing. Um, is after you would think it was at the end of a book tour gone bad where I had been slaying the dragons. That's where they, they spirit broke my other leg. Uh, you would think that I got the message, but now we're making this program mindful running. Jessica and I, we're living on Maui. Our funds are running out. She's sick with mold toxicity. We don't even know that. I, my funds are basically, or our funds are basically depleted because I've been busy playing injured. <laughs> <laughs> and so we're building a program. It's a beautiful program. Um, talk about inspired athlete. And, and it still exists, mindful, mindfulrunning.org. Um, 
I don't speak about that very much anymore, but it's still there. Um, and was ahead of its time, but we built it out of desperation. I need to do this. Right. I have to do this. And so on the last video to be recorded, on the last day before wrapping up everything, I'm riding my bike. I've been rehabbing. I'm riding my bike back to the house on the side of uh, the volcano Haleakala yeah. in Maui. Yeah. All of a sudden, the front wheel comes out from underneath me in a turn. Now, as a pro cyclist, your front wheel doesn't just come out from underneath you. <laughs> and you're going, isn't this interesting? And you, it's, you're like floating into the air and then boom. Concussion, of course, snapped all the bones in front of my heart, snapped all the bones behind my heart, snapped all the bones on top of my heart. Man, I got the message. It has to be a heart, not head driven life. I'm still, I'm still a scaredy cat, Aaron. I do some big <laughs> things, but I do them and I'm scared. It's why I used to love Ruth Sukup's work, do it scared. I will be scared and I will step forward. I call myself a long-tailed cat in a room full of rocking chairs. Be a little bit nervous, be a little <laughs> bit skittish, but I will step forward. After Acre, I check into the core. I check into my heart. That's courage. Courage begins with the word heart. That's the root. Core means heart. I check in with my heart mm. first. How does this feel? If it doesn't feel right. I ain't doing it. Mm. Now it can still feel right and feel scary. Uh, this beautiful, beautiful RV. We dreamed about getting an RV like this when Jessica and I first got together 12, 13, 14 years ago. It's outside there. It, it fits the bills and it's better in so many ways. And in a few ways, it doesn't. Mm -hmm. And my mind goes, well, you don't want to get that because of this, because of that, because of the other. What's the heart say? Oh, it's so easy. You go with it's so easy. Because if you don't, universe is happy to supply the two by four <laughs> to remind you to go with what's easy. I think you said it earlier. This is a dance we do with the universe. Yeah. It is a two-way collaborative effort. Nothing else is acceptable because everything else comes from a scared little mind and I'll get you in a poop load of trouble. But right. go with this, go with the heart, which is the greatest tuning fork and emitter. It's a receiver and a transmitter. Go with that and you'll never be steered wrong. That's what I got out of that trifecta of goodness, you could say. Wow. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing so much to unpack there, but the first immediate thought I have is, you know, you you taught me in the last couple of months to send love from your heart all the time. And I just thank you so much for that because, you know, when you talk about these NDEs and you talk about finding alignment, you talk about your true purpose, whatever we're doing here on in this human experience, to to constantly be heart-based and to send love, I think is a big part of why we're here is to learn that, right? To get our ego out of the way, right? We, yeah, especially as athletes, we want to win all the time. We want to do great. We want to ex experience greatness, but going through these injuries, I've been through, I've, I've never been uh, through anything like those things, but I've had two knee surgeries and, you know, injuries can really change you as an athlete, right? Can, can wake you up. 
But these NDEs that you're talking about, I think to me, kind of explains how you've been able to create this beautiful connection with spirituality, you know, Um, and it's really cool to watch. And it's inspiring because I think, I think, like you said, we don't have to go through an NDE to get there. I think we can, we can all create the intention to get there and then do the work, right? And uh, this time of year, I'm not sure. When, when does this air, Aaron? Well, yeah, no, in, a, in a couple of weeks. But yeah, we'll, we'll talk so, about Christmas and Hanukkah. And, so it, it airs around. So right now, for you and I, as we're recording this, yeah. you can always cut this out to keep it evergreen or whatever yeah, yeah, works yeah. for you. Yeah. So, so we've got solstice in a couple of days. Yes, right. The earth is a pendulum. It's swinging all the way to one side, hits a zero point, and then starts swinging the other direction. If around this time of year and Hanukkah and Christmas, they're solstice holidays, let's be honest, they're light. Christmas lights, Hanukkah lights to bring light to the darkest time of year. This is where we set intention this time of year. It can be New Year's as well. Perfect. We set intention with the cycle of the earth and it starts pulling us toward what we desire. Yeah, that's what's so crazy cool about this time of year. And the best intention, as you're saying, is a heart based intention. There is, I, I call it co-opetition. There's no more competition. So I, I've got my cousin, he's, he's national champion in this sport. Last year he was national champion, fourth in the world this year. Am I going to try to beat him at the world championship? I want to come up to him as fast as I can, as hard as I can, and help him to be the best athlete he can be. If I finish ahead of him, great. If I finish behind him, great. It doesn't matter. Every single competition, I'm cheering the other guys on at the national championships. I was literally going, woohoo, you could do a great job, guys. And then they're like riding away from me. The world doesn't have time for going solo anymore. We don't, as humanity, have time to do it on our own. We're driving ourselves to a cliff. We'll make it. But we've been driving ourselves to our cliff thinking we're all alone in this, thinking we have to beat anybody else. No, we don't. We basically need to jump out of the car, all of us, get the hand, take the hand of the person next to us who's also jumped out, and we're going to make it together as one. Period, done, deal, end of story. That is also the inspired athlete, co-opetition, mm. not competition. Love that. I love that. I want to get into flow um, because that's, I know that's a big part of what you talk about. It's, I, I'm really interested in the idea of the flow. But before we do that, I actually wanted to just stay with this idea of the NDE because I, I listened to a recent podcast. You had um, you had Dr. Uh, Eben Alexander. Yes. And that was a very powerful one because he was talking about how he perhaps saw God at an NDE. And um, wow, wow. Um, He was talking about coming into wholeness Mm -hmm. as one of the main lessons through his NDE. He mentioned the the idea of the butterfly. I was hoping you could kind of unpack some of the lessons you learned from that particular episode, because that was a very powerful one for me. It was, you know, Dr. Eben Alexander, he was a... uh, uh, a, a brain surgeon, uh, trained brain surgeon at Harvard, and he said, uh, consciousness is, is a made-up um, shadow by the mind, we can say. 
Uh, it is just a residual of the mind. And when you start to go offline, things pop and you think that you're this, that, or the other, but it's all just created by the mind. So what perfect, what more perfect person to have a very rare brain disease where he was, he was functionally brain dead. They were ready to pull the plug on him for a week. Um, and yet he was having lifetime after lifetime worth of fantastical experiences on what we call the other side of the veil. So mm. his book, Proof of Heaven, absolutely worth reading for the journey he takes you on. Now, what's most interesting to me, because now, now I'm viewing it through many different filters, because every day I'm in my automatic writing, having these talks with spirit, and now I can just talk like spirit right here, which we all can. Is, am I special? Yes, but we're all that special. It's <laughs> just getting out <laughs> of the way. Um, I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out how to say this with respect to everyone and everything. Yeah. Um, and my path was through organized religion. So I'm very, very careful and cautious and cognizant here. Yeah. Yesterday I was getting out of the pool and there was a TV, surprisingly in a YMCA locker room, with leather seats. Sit mm -hmm. down at the couch, watch this giant TV, kind of cool. And there was a pastor on for Sunday service talking about um, that you are a, it's not just being reverent to the divine, you must serve your God, like you must serve your master, you must serve the Lord and give your life to the Lord. I love all of those things, but I want to add to that you are the Lord, right? Right. You are the divine. You are God. You are source. So Eben traveled on the other side to um, what he would call, um, wasn't the word source, the core. He traveled to this giant ball of love and light called the core. Guess what, Aaron? The core is inside of each and every one of us. Mm. And actually with core, core, if we're getting right back to heart, hello, same route again. He traveled to the heart, but he traveled to his own heart. His own heart was universal consciousness. It is everywhere. It is everything. So is yours. So is mine. In fact, it's the same one at the end of the day. So each time that you go through a, a story, and I put it in quotes because everything is story. Yeah. Everything is story. Each time you go through his story in quotes, you learn more at a different level. Each day that we get up <laughs> in bed and we wiggle our fingers and toes, we are learning more at a higher level as well. So that to me is, is his journey wasn't profound. The butterfly um, that was traveling next to him, which I, 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 I won't quite give away who's traveling on the butterfly with him. The butterfly is the symbol of transformation. When I had my first company, um, which was the Creative Learning Institute, the purple butterfly was the logo to symbolize a spiritual and whole transformation. The caterpillar is, is they say it's always darkest before the dawn. Let's break that down for a second. A caterpillar has a, can I swear on your show? Do whatever you want, brother. Has a holy shit moment. <laughs> if it wakes up in the cocoon because it's just digested itself. Mm. There is no more caterpillar turning into the butterfly. The metamorphosis is icky, it's a mess, it's disgusting, it's com 
completely, it's like a shamanic experience where a, a shaman on like an ayahuasca journey is completely dismembered and the old school way to be built anew. The caterpillar is completely dismembered to be built anew. Every single one of us at 2022, 2023, oh, you think you're having fun? We are being dismembered, Aaron, every single flipping one of us to be reassembled anew. So we see this beautiful, magnificent butterfly, and we don't realize what it's been through. We only think, oh, the butterfly, it's so nice. It's having fun. We see this person who we, we, we for some reason, espouse to be. I want to be like that person. I want to be like Mike. I want to be like that person with their, their Porsche or their diamonds or, or their abilities or their athletic prowess. And we think, oh, they just got that. Right. No, man. No. This is a journey of transformation, yeah. hardcore even for the least hardcore one of us, because there is no such thing as not hardcore, because you choose to come here. Eight billion souls have chosen out of the infinitude of souls around the cosmos in all of the universes. You chose to come here for quite the ride. So you are hardcore. And Evan's journey with that butterfly flying by his side, representing that transformation, taking up high to the heavens, showing him who and what he truly is. That was powerful and profound. And I love, is there another way to put it? That it was done by the naysayer of all naysayers. He taught the doctors what to say to people when they had come back from their own near-death experience. And he was poo-pooing them and say, uh-uh, it's not real. Of course. He had to be the one. Wow. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, I'm going to link that particular episode here because I, I really resonated with it. And I think it's so interesting, you know, and um, I think it's a good segue to flow because when you get to that core place that you said that's inside of you, I think you can start to access the flow especially as an athlete or entrepreneur, or even as a YouTuber or podcaster, right? Getting into the flow. Talk, talk a little bit about that. I know you, you've talked about that before on your show, the flow. Is it something you can practice? Do you just find yourself in it? What's the flow? <laughs> I'm a sci-fi geek. I admit it. <laughs> I surrender. Luke, use the force. Close your eyes. Put on that shield. Feel. Feel into everything. There is an energy. There is a cadence. You know, I turned down the sensitivity of my mic. I feel like turning it back because baby Hana is cooing in the background. There is a frequency to everything. There's a frequency to baby Hana. There's a frequency to Rude. There's a frequency to this game of tennis that you and I are playing right here. The more that you practice, the more that you get into your word from early on, alignment with this energy, alignment up and down with this frequency. All the tumblers fall into place. Time seems to stand still. Wayne Dyer talked about it in one of his earliest books. He's playing a game of tennis. How did he get from one side of the court to the other? Basically stop time to get to the ball because he got into that resonant frequency. So our job is certainly not to try to fight harder, to try harder, to try to get into a flow state. Mm. It is to allow the flow state to come to us. It's a practice 
of surrender. It's a practice of grace and ease. I do some, some pretty interesting training sessions lately. And uh, I like to say that the hardest training sessions are actually the easiest. Mm. Because I will allow in, I will get into the flow state. I've got nothing else to do. I've got nowhere to be. I just get to pedal or swim my little heart out. <laughs> and it's good. That to me is the flow state, a last note on it. Yeah. The flow state is no different than the creative process. The creative process means you are plugging into something greater than yourself. You're plugging into the string of energy to the other side. You painted, you lost track of time. That's the creative process. You coded, you lost track of time. That's the creative process. You wrote, you lost track of time. That's the creative process. You did anything, a good drive. You lost track of time. That's the creative process. There is no difference from that than the flow state. Mm. Where you lose track of time it's where you're plugged into the other side, is where your performances go up. It's where pure magic takes place. And I did one of my all time original, best way, it was a really fun interview. It was one of the first five or 10 interviews I did for Inspire Nation. Now, well over 2,000, it's 2,500 if you count my stuff. Shows. Let's go. Let's um, go. George Mumford. George Mumford was the mindfulness coach for Michael Jordan. I got to have him on the show and we were wow. talking about the shot heard around the world. That was the flow state. You mm. practice like the Dickens and then you let go and you get into this state that carries you along. You are the hoop. The hoop is you. The ball is just a connector between the two, the two things. Of course, you're going to put up your hand. And of course, it's already gone in before the hand, before the ball has even left your hand. Wow, so beautiful. Michael, I, I know we only have a few minutes left, but I, I wanted you to see if you could combine these two things together here. Um, when we're in the flow state, mm -hmm. we can, for me anyway, lately, I've been able to start to begin to access my angelic team, my spirit guides. That was a very new concept for me. And if anyone's listening now and they're like, what are you talking about here? And well, you know, Michael has helped me to understand that we are not alone. And that is my belief. And, and I was hoping that you could talk about that for a minute with the caveat, with the kind of the combination of healing, right? Because we, like I told you before, we're, I'm going through a healing journey. You've been through many healing journeys. I feel like we're all going through some sort of healing journeys individually and collectively and now more than ever in society like you said i think we're on this path of ascension where we're going through healing to become a different version of ourselves in the human realm and as as the planet so i know there's a lot to unpack there but yeah if you could talk about the the spiritual team how we can access them through flow state and how that applies to healing yeah we didn't come here alone. We're not alone. We ain't going to be leaving here alone. And you don't have to take my word for it. Just watch your grandma or grandpa if you're graced, for, graced enough with the opportunity or your parents or someone else graced with the opportunity to be with them in the last few days or weeks or even moments of life. And they start speaking to others. That is not a figment of their imagination. 
their team is making themselves apparent to them to help them to transition in a more graceful, easier manner. You don't have to wait till the end of life. You don't have to wait to an NDE to access your team. And it changes everything. You can use commutative measures or methods like uh, automatic writing as one tool. Um, there are active methods of prayer that you can use as well. I say active because just talking to the other side, that's not what the game is about. It's about having this two-way communication. It can start by getting into the flow state and listening. Mm. But your, whether you call it an angelic team, and you go, Michael, I don't believe in angels. That's okay. Pretty much every, every uh, organized religion since the beginning of time does. But you could just call them hired, and, and that doesn't mean you have to. Call them higher dimensional beings. Sure. Call it a higher version of yourself. Call it an energy with some wisdom behind it. It doesn't matter what name you call these things. They've been around forever. They can take it. Right. <laughs> call them Bob. <laughs> <laughs> this higher dimensional Bob can help you with anything and everything. Yeah. There is an angelic number now called a Bob number and the Bob number keeps coming up over and over and over and over again for us. It has the number nine, which means life. It has the number one, one, sort of like one, 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 which is unity consciousness. We are all one. You take life, you put it together with unity consciousness. And what it says is to live your greatest life connect to source to spirit and call in assistance 911911 where did the number come from it means to call on help there is no more important time right now than we are being hit oh my god with so much flipping energy aaron every single one of us we're in an accelerator right now you can't make it through a day right now without all of a sudden and then another and they're going, oh, it's a good day. I don't have to worry about, <laughs> it's just, it's an accelerator of energy. Right. To help us both to wake up and to help us to remember unity consciousness, that we are all one and to call in the troops. Mm. Last note on my end, and go for, go for a last question here if you have. When I got hit by the SUV last year, first accident in 10 years, and it's not even an accident, riding my bike, hit by an SUV, I wake up in the ambulance. What am I doing, Aaron? I'm in prayer. I wake up and I find myself repeating, thank you, angels. Thank you, guys. Thank you, angels. Thank you, guys. Thank you, angels. Thank you, guys. And finding myself in this meditative state, not of going, I've got fingers and toes, but meaning all of this happened for a reason. All of this has some spiritual meaning to it. I am completely connected, loved, and supported to everyone and everything. How can it be any better than this? This is a perfect moment and a perfect experience. That's the higher level way to me, my opinion, only mine. Don't listen to me. Take your own opinion. But that's the higher way to me to live. How can it get any better than this? I love how you say that, man. Ooh. I love, I just love how you say that. Okay, last question. Um, Michael, dealing with loss, dealing with anger, dealing with pain. When someone... Let's, let's just do a two-part question and then we'll, we'll wrap it up. When someone does something bad to us, how do we deal with that? How do we deal with that from an inspired athlete standpoint? 
how do we deal with that from an aligned standpoint? We can get angry. We can get pissed off. We could put a hole in the wall if we wanted to. But at the end of the day, we get to understand they didn't do anything to us. There is no they. There is only us. And it's not that we did something to ourselves. How do you know that wasn't for your highest good? That's the crazy thing. When I had, it seems like there's been a lot of boo-boos in my life, but you know, that happens to a lot of athletes and okay, that's been my learning. I'm uh, racing, trying to make it to the Tour de France. I'm racing in France in the high Alps. I have safety officials so excited to see me. The crowd's going crazy. Vous allez, American, American. Yay. Ooh. Safety official waved me through a turn into an oncoming car. It had somehow gotten itself out on the course. And that was my path to the tour. It ended that day in, in that moment. Um, for six and a half, seven years, in and out of pain centers and PTSD that lasted more than a decade, um, I said, God is dead. There is no God. Where was God for this to have happened? Right, right. I look back on that experience now. Can I say it? I guess so. Oh, goody. It made me who I am. It shifted. Right. I'm going to cry now, which means I hit a truth. It shifted my path. I remember having the, the woman who hit me with her car. She came to visit me, an elderly, decrepit woman uh, in the hospital, uh, comes to visit me, and she's completely gnarled over and crippled. And she said it was because she's had several accidents the past year, including one with a truck. And she's like, and look at me now. I'm like, oh, my God. It was supposed to actually bring me up. <laughs> I didn't have the compassion that I did now, or I would have thanked her for the situation. I shouldn't, wouldn't have made her feel guilty. But she didn't do anything to me. Hmm. The universe put her car at just the right place, at just the right time, to hit me in just the right way to make me just who I am now. Whatever has happened to you, Aaron, has happened for you, and through you as insane and crazy and i don't make light of loss please no i don't make light of loss but it's only loss on the physical plane energy can be neither created nor destroyed energy still by our side which means our loved ones even those who haven't taken physical form yet are still here by our side they haven't gone anywhere all of it is a conspiration. And I'm not even sure if that's a word. I'm taking the word conspire. I'm turning it into a conspiration. All of it is a conspiration on our behalf for our highest good. And understand, you are the Pac-Man, Aaron. Mm. On the other side of the veil is you at the joystick putting Aaron in just the right place. And along with it is that Ms. Pac-Man, is, <laughs> is the other people on your spiritual team. They're all high-fiving. It's a running joke. Let's put Aaron into this difficult situation right now to see how he learns, responds, grows, and loves. Right. That's what the game, the game of life, learn, respond, grow, and love. That's what it's all about. So wow. send them love with everything you've got. Wow. And Michael, I send you love, man. I just, I thank you so much. You know, um, got me a little emotional. I send you love so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being you, you know, just like for 
for being you, for expressing yourself in this way, going through, taking these NDEs, you know, working through them and allowing your own alignment to now share. Like you are, you are now, you know what I like, I call you, I call you a lighthouse of love and light. You are radiating, you are rotating and radiating this, this love and light and sharing for all of us, which is a complete gift and blessing. So I thank you for that so much, man. As are you, Aaron, a yeah. bright and shiny, as I put in every newsletter, you can go to dailywoohoo.com. As yeah. are you, Aaron, yeah. a bright and shiny beacon of light that is your nature it's all of our nature but you are living it aaron and that's a mighty michael man what a beautiful conversation before we go just share any of your youtube channels or websites or any of that stuff how can people best uh get in touch or or follow you or become a member any of that stuff uh, dailywoohoo.com is the easiest place to get our daily newsletter, which helps raise your vibration to the max. You get all these learnings on a daily basis. Really fun. Dailywoohoo.com. You can go to automaticwriting.com. You can get our book. You can get bonuses. You can get theta brain entrainment music. You can get uh, live classes with me to learn the fastest way to be able to channel and communicate with the other side. If you want to become a mystic, Aaron's there himself. You can join our school of mystics. He's going nuts there in the background in a good way and go to inspire nationuniversity.com we've got classes for wednesdays a month including on the third wednesday of the month clearings to help you get lighter to help you heal these wounds and be able to get your energy to an even higher level and then for our show and everything go to youtube type in inspire nation show go to inspirenationshow.com you can find us on all podcast platforms all of that good stuff and live events every monday night on youtube as well with me how does it get any better, better than, than this? this? How does it get any better than this? Michael, I love you so much. Thank you so much, man. Bless you and stay inspired, brother. Woohoo! Woo Thank you so much, Aaron. Lots of love.